Good morning, everyone. As many of you have known me, my name is Alex, and I am one of the five amazing CMITs um, that have had the privilege to do ministry this with you all this year. So during my preparation this week to speak, I thought back to when I was young and how I thought about Jesus in the cross. When I was growing up, I had the knowledge that Jesus died on the cross and rose again for us. And most of the time, when I heard this, I, underst I understood that he died for our sins, but nothing much more. What I am going to share today with you is truth that I am currently learning and continuing learning because he died for so much more than just our sins. So let's us pray. Dear Jesus, thank you for everything that you've done. Lord, I just pray that you allow me to allow your words flow through me and just give me grace as I share about Jesus and the cross and the way that he is. In Jesus' precious name, amen. As you may have seen, my title of my sermon is Jesus is the Waymaker. Now, that is a term that we have all probably heard recently, because we have all probably heard the song Waymaker. Um, side note, you all will get to hear it today. <laughs> um, but as I was creating my sermon, I asked myself, what does the term Waymaker mean? And when I Googled it, because we all Google things, Google is a very important, valuable tool in our lives. <laughs> the answer I got was, Waymaker is the one that makes a road. And so when I heard the word road, it made me ask, where are we going? As we use it to get to our destination. For instance, 94, we've all probably driven on 94, takes us one way to Detroit and then takes us the next way to Chicago. Uh, many of us use that to go to Salt, um, for real. Um, so the reality is there's a reason for a road because there's a destination. We don't really care about roads unless we're trying to get somewhere. So Jesus declared that he is the way, the truth, and the life. So with Jesus being the way, that makes me stop and ask a few questions of why and where is Jesus making the road for us. During the time when Jesus was on earth, there was a lot of things going on in the world that were destructive for everyone. Jesus came and did some pretty amazing things, and most amazing of them all was that he died on the cross and was resurrected. During this time of Lent, we tend to spend special attention on the actions of Jesus. But I'm learning that we can't just spend our time during just that time and forget about them the rest of the year. As I have seen in the several past years, the world has changed so many ways. At the age of 23, yep, I just outed my age. Um, I'm sorry, that on the ground. <laughs> um, I would have not expected. We have seen sickness, fear, death, so much more, a pandemic, a war, that in our eyes, we'd ever hope to see, because I personally did not expect to see 
a pandemic and a war all in a few years' time span. Um, so what was Jesus making the road for? Was he making it for us to experience this ever-increasing pain and destruction? Or was it so much greater than our minds could ever imagine? So join me on the journey of learning why Jesus is the waymaker. Today we are going to start on the journey in John 14, 6 to 14, in the ESV, because, I don't know, I like to know what, what uh, translation the person's reading, because my brain does not like it when the words don't meet up with each other. So while I'm sharing some context of where, about where we are in Jesus' journey, go ahead and flip there. So, we are joining Jesus after the Last Supper, where he predicts that he is about to be betrayed. You know, Jesus goes, is it me? And then Peter will deny him three times. I don't know why Peter denying him three times always sticks in my brain. Um, but before he was arrested and crucified. And you can't forget the resurrection. Um, so we pick up at John 14, 6, as Jesus is sharing about what is to come next so you can say he's prophesying here. Um, so John 14, 6 to 14. Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you had known me, you would have known my Father also. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. Philip said to him, Lord, show us the Father, and it is enough for us. Jesus said to him, have I been with you so long and you still don't know me, Philip? Whoever has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? The words that I say to you, I do not speak on my own authority, but the Father who dwells in me does his work. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father is in me, or else believe on the account of the works themselves. Truly, truly, I say to you, whoever believes in me will also do works that I do, and greater works than these will he do, because I am going to the Father. Whatever you ask in my name, this I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. And if you ask me anything in my name, I will do it. So I'm going to pay attention to two parts of Scripture today. Um, yep, and then I'm going to bring them together because we like to wrap things in a cute little bow. Um, so let's start with the first part, verses 11 14. Believe me that I am the f in the Father and the Father is in me. Or else believe on the accounts of the works themselves. Truly, truly, I say to you, whoever believes in me will also do what works I do. And greater works than these will he do. Because I am going to the Father. Whatever you ask in my name, this I will do. 
that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask me anything in my name, I will do it. Now, today, I noticed that y'all noticed that I brought some candy. Um, I know, right? Just as excited. <laughs> You're too neat. You're too neat. So, because I want to hear from you of what works Jesus did, the way you get a piece of candy is by shouting out a work that Jesus did. I will throw it to you. Okay? So, also, if you don't get a piece of candy, come see me after service. I have plenty of candy for all of you. <laughs> Are you ready, set, go? What works did he do? What was that, Nate? Oh, that did not make it. What? Apparently, I got to throw this harder. <laughs> Apparently, candy does not weigh enough to throw across the... I was not a good thrower. I wrestled. I did not play baseball or softball. Note to self, guys. Ah. So those were some great answers. Now, Jesus did these things and many things during his time on earth. I tend to forget that Jesus did these things for a reason. That he didn't just, like, raise the dead, heal the sick, and many other things. Ah, oh, just because, you know, like... The sun was shining good just because I can't. No, let's be real. He did these things for a purpose. Um, so I have to stop and ask myself, what was Jesus experiencing that caused him to have a burden so deep inside to do these things? And the reality is he saw a broken world, world full of people who were not being treated well, or treating others well. There was sadness everywhere, and he knew that this was not the heart of the Father for us. So he did these things to show us the heart that the Father has for them. So I have to ask myself, if he cared so deeply for the people of his time, what does that mean for us, for me, for you, who believe in him. So, let's look at verse 12. Truly, truly, I say to you, whoever believes in me will also do the works that I do, and greater than these will he do, because I am going to the Father. Paper stick. So, here... It says, whoever believes in me will also do the works I do and greater works. So, well, I have to stop myself and ask, what does that mean? Um, and to me, 
That means I, am, I can and I'm called to heal the sick, cast out demons, raise the dead, preach the gospel, and so much more. Honestly, still getting the hang of knowing and doing these things um, in my life. But I am growing in my faith. Also, I don't quite know yet what greater works will be, but I must ask myself and dream about it because Jesus declared it. Now, I feel that this is bigger than me. In early, and in early stages, I honestly struggle with actually knowing that it's even possible. For I am a person, also not a very tall person, uh, like... I, like, I'm a person, not me, to really know God. Like, I'm not a God. Like, I'm a human being. So, this brings me now to the next part in Scripture, verses 6 to 7. Jesus said to me, I am the way, the truth, the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. And if you had known me, you would have known my Father. Also, from now on, do you know him and have seen him? So this scripture talks about Jesus being the way, the truth, and the life. He is sharing because he is God's son. He gives us access to the Father. And in order for us to have access, we have to go through him, through Jesus. By believing in him, we are able to see the Father and interact with him, which is pretty cool, honestly. And this is the ultimate hope of the Father, to know his children. Since we are known by the Father, we are able to do these things. So let's tie this whole scripture together now. We've talked about Jesus is God's son and what he has done and gives us access to the Father. We talked about many things that Jesus did and why that through Jesus, he gives the power to do these very same things. At the beginning of the sermon, I talked about the waymaker and what the waymaker means. And then we looked at Jesus and his doing. And when you put the two together, you get Jesus is the way maker because he gives us access to the Father. He gives us power to touch a hurting world, and he, gives, and he was the one that made the road to show us the way. I find myself pondering, is there more than just knowing all of this in life? Or is there a way for me to live this right now? Along my journey, I have learned a few things that are tangible, because we like tangible things in life, um, as I walk this out. The first was that I said yes to Jesus and started this journey of learning. As I have been along the journey, walking the little road that Jesus made, I have learned the power of sharing this truth with others. And sharing the, God's truth with others can look different in many ways. It can look like sharing the gospel, inviting others to join in on that. 
It can be praying for someone, for healing, wisdom, for their prayer requests. It can be casting out demons. And honestly, I would say the sky's the limit, but it's not the limit. I have found that one must hear before doing, and that it is a journey that is different for everyone. But I must be first willing to step out and follow the road that Jesus has created for me. As I have shared many ways to walk in the way of Jesus that he made for us, I invite you to close your eyes and imagine the world with all the hate, the distrust, the brokenness and sickness, the war, just all the yuck. Now picture yourself walking with Jesus. As you walk with him, picture different people with hurt, sickness, or mental health. Perhaps they are physically broken and full of bitterness. Look at Jesus and follow him as he goes by. See him caring for each one of them. See him laying his hands on their wounds and praying. See supernaturally how it's all gone in the matter of seconds. He was simply caring, walking in authority with his father, praying and doing miracles. Now open your eyes. I want you to know that that is all possible. It is all possible to happen with you. You don't have... And the reality is, Jesus is with us, Jesus sends us, and he makes it all happen. And this is done because Jesus made the way, the road, many years ago, before anyone in this room was ever born. (laughs) I'm not calling y'all old, it's just the truth. (laughs) And he sees the hurting world he died for. He wants us to have access to his heart so the world can have access to his healing power. This is why Jesus prophesied that those who believe in him will do even greater works. He called us to go out of the world healing, praying, raising the dead, casting out demons, and so much more. And looking at the state of our world, it's more evident that, than ever that we need people to be willing to follow Jesus, to step out on that road more than ever. There is a broken, fallen world with broken, hurting people, hurting others, even as we have known broken, fallen places in our own worlds. And Jesus made a way and for hope, healing, restoration for all things. Would you join me with a yes today and be willing to follow him on the road he created for us? Worship band, may you come up. Why I pray? Dear Jesus, thank you for this message. Lord, I pray that you would allow us to take this to heart. 
allow us to know that you made a way for us. You made that road for us to walk on for, with purpose to do your work in every which way. Lord, and so I just pray that you would just fill us up and in the air in every which way and allow us to know your heart, your truth, your life, and your way. In Jesus' precious name, amen.